check it out. Welcome to the Rashawn Franklin Podcast, episode 51. I'm your host, Rashawn Franklin. Uh, here to this week, solo, I decided to give my guys the the, the week off. Uh, M is international again. He went back to Brazil, uh, Sao Paulo. And Keith, uh, you know, he a Cali boy now, so I'm letting him do his, his, his Cali thing. Uh, and we'll come back all three of us uh, next week at some point. So um, I really appreciate those guys, man, just giving me their time um, and just uh, seeing a vision and, you know, trusting me with a, um, you know, with the vision. And, you know, I, I love them for that. And, um, you know, they're, they're my best friends. And uh, I really appreciate them doing this every week. And it, this is just basically how we talk, you know, when we were at, at UK, we had just, we all, it was sports. We just talked about sports and cracked on each other. And that's just what we brought to this podcast. And I think that's why it's so, so natural and so, uh, so good. I think we have something special um, that we're going to fine tune. I explained to one of my friends yesterday about like how a podcast is like a baby. Like you have to, it has to have that growth process to be considered good. Like I always go back to the Joe Budden podcast because they're at the pinnacle of what I think podcasting can be. Um, so it's just the, you know, you have to conceive the idea and then it has to be a natural growth. And then you, de- when it, when it get hot, it's like the delivery of the baby. And then you, now you have this baby that, um, you have a lot of stuff you could do with, you know, it's just, it's just like a process. So is, is the analogy I'm going for. So, yeah, I appreciate those guys trusting in me um, and giving me their time. So, like I said, we'll be back next week, uh, all three of us, and I'm excited for that. But I wanted to come on here and, and talk about a couple things uh, solo, uh, stuff I don't talk about usually. And, and that's, I want to talk about Married at First Sight, man. Um, this reality show, I've gotten put on and it has been a wild ride these past three seasons, like crazy. And I, I don't, I'm not a, a reality TV guy. Um, I don't think that it's, it's not something that I naturally seek out. But this particular season has been insane. This is season, I believe, twelve. Um, and I have never seen anything like this. So let me paint the picture. It's. What Mary First Sight does, they they pick um, 10 people, five couples, and um, they find out what you, what you like and match you with people. So, uh, and then you, as you, as you're matched, the first time you see them is at the, the actual uh, wedding. So this, and then from there on, you're legally married. And then at the end of the season, you have to decide if you're going to stay married or get a divorce. So, um, it's a very interesting experiment that they've like perfected into great reality TV. Um, and this season in particular has hit home for me because it is a Chicago guy on there and he is wilding. <laughs> like he is wilding. So <laughs> from the beginning of this, 
he had just been seen, he just seemed kind of off. Like he's just the off nigga. And when they, when he got to his wedding, he went through the process, they selected him. He got to his wedding. He wasn't immediately attracted to the woman that they that they gave him. And he let her know that, like the day after they got married, after he had sex with her two times. <laughs> it's like, like Chris Williams on Married at First Sight is the wild, he's one of the wildest people I've ever seen on television. And it's just like, how how are you? He, first of all, he's embarrassed in Chicago. He's embarrassed in his family. Because it seemed like, and, and I'm wondering, are all Chicago niggas wild like this? Like, am I just like a wild nigga and this is just how we do it? And now I'm fine. It's like that that video where the baby seeing itself cry. <laughs> and it's like, damn, I'm wild. It's like, is he the entire is he Chicago niggas in situations? Like, is this how we get down? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but he has been wild. so from there, so they got married. He, at the, at the wedding reception, he asked her if she was on conception because he, uh, contraception, because he wants uh, a baby for some reason. Uh, and then later when they got to their honeymoon, he found out, that his ex-fiance, which is another problem, is six weeks pregnant with their kid. So, and he told, he had to tell the producers, he had to tell his, his now wife, and he left. Uh, first of all, he's gotten into like, a, you have to watch the show, but he's gotten into a million fights with people after he had, after he revealed that this is happening. It has been insane. Like from the beginning of this thing happening, it has just popped off crazy. And um, I think that I think that this was his plan. Like, first of all, if your ex fiance is six weeks pregnant, you probably know that going into this this process. So his thing was like, "Yo, they selected me. I know I'm gonna probably be with this woman. I'm gonna send this bitch up. Like, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go down and reality show history." Uh, and just send it up because that's all he's doing. Like he's just basically sending that bitch up like a Chicago nigga would. <laughs> and it's just like, damn, are these new? Because he's a little younger than me. Uh, I'm about to be 32. He's 27. So he's like, I think he graduated maybe in uh, 2011. And I'm like, damn, are these new niggas? Like, and he's not even that much younger than me. But are these new niggas like wild like this? And just like unapologetically wild, like. And then his poor fiance or poor wife, she's just chock, she's pulling, putting up with the shit and just continuing to just like, hey, let's see if we can work this out. Um, and it's just been, it's it's disgusting, but it's it's really, really good TV. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's got so many layers to it that you just have to let play out. And apparently this next episode, he's gonna bring his actual baby moms on the show to meet his now wife and see if they can <laughs> go <laughs> and continue to do this co-parent while he stays in this marriage. Cause he, he he's told this woman that he's married to that he doesn't even want to be with her. Um, so now he, he's flip-flopping in my opinion, just to, just to be able to continue to hit. Cause she got a, she got a fat ass. And I think that's why he, <laughs> he decided to, 
to like kind of keep this thing going. First of all, you're on TV. Second of all, she got a fat ass. So if you're going to just, he, I think he's just playing the game, man. And it's so, he's he just unapologetically like himself. It's just, it's, it's disgusting. Like I, I would never do anything like that, but I, I, I see, I see the game. Like I see what he's doing. Um, and, and it's crazy. So man, please, please start this. If you don't watch reality TV, because I don't either, please give this show a try. It's on Lifetime, Married at First Sight, the latest season. And even the last season when they uh, were in New Orleans was really, really good as well. Like, uh, just a, a great show, man. I, I love this, uh, this season, though, is like, because uh, we, we, that's just his story. We haven't even gotten to the other couples, and they got their own problems. This nigga, this nigga Christian sent it up with the rest of the couples. This shit is crazy, dog. It is nuts. Y'all have to watch this. Um, and I promise you will not be disappointed. I've been texting like a lot of my friends like, hey, watch this shit. Because this shit is, this shit will give you a whole new outlook on this particular show and uh, reality TV in general. So um, another thing I want to talk about was the fact that Russell Wilson put out a list of teams that he would want to go to uh if he was traded from um seattle we talked about the deshaun watson and the russell wilson thing a little bit i think that they both will get traded um especially because deshaun this week said he met with the head coach and i guess some of the front front office and you know reiterated his stance that he wanted to get the fuck out of there which i i completely understand they haven't uh you know he's he's been left out in the cold in a lot of a lot of ways, and he just wants to move on. And they could probably get some good stuff for him. Plus, there's a really good quarterback draft, so uh, it's kind of a win-win for everybody. But uh, Russell Wilson and his team revealed to Adam Schefter that there's four teams he will go to: the Bears, the Cowboys, the Raiders, and the Saints. Um, and I know Bears fans were just ecstatic that we was even on this list because we are a terrible franchise i have no idea why he would want to come here <laughs> i have no idea why he would want to be a bear i guess in his in his mind he's 32 we got a pretty good defense and so that that part of football will be okay and he feels like on the offensive side of the ball regardless of how bad matt Nagy is uh, and eventually he'll probably get his own the guy he really wants as head coach uh, that he'll be able to just take over the offense and make it good enough to win the Super Bowl. And if you win a Super Bowl in Chicago, <laughs> you are good forever. Because um, we don't win anything ever. Because our, our our ownership is so bad that it's just like, I've said this, the only way we can win a Super Bowl is if we barely make the playoffs one year and then just get hot. It's got to be like a, a Nick Foles who's on our team. Um, type situation where everything is just working and we we fucking go to the Super Bowl and we win that shit in a close game. Like, that's the only way this thing is ever going to work. Um, and they're the only team in my lifetime in Chicago that I haven't seen win a title. Uh, but yet they're at the top of the food chain when it comes to, to Chicago teams, which is something that we got to figure out uh, as, as Bears fans. I I hate Chicago fans because we just put up with whatever. And that allows the ownership to, you know, drag their feet on a lot of situations because, you know, they, they fucking kept John Paxson and Gar Foreman in there 10, 10 plus years after they drafted Derrick Rose. Like, 
and had a decent team. Like, we're living off the past too much. Like, motherfuckers are still talking about the 85 Bears. We have to move on. That shit was almost 40 years ago. Like, can we move the fuck on and, and win now? Like, we, we are never good. And it's just, it's disgusting. So, this list from Russ is very, very interesting. Like, us, the Cowboys, which, which makes it seem like that Dak Prescott situation is going to um, not, he's going to be out of there soon. And that's the guy I want. I don't care if he's hurt. I don't care about anything. Like if they could get him, I would be okay with the situation. But like I've said before, Adam, uh, or excuse me, Ryan Pace should not be able to make this decision on the next quarterback that the Bears have. Like he should not be in charge of this. So that was what that says to me is that this guy got an extension, um, un, unbeknownst, unbeknownst to us. And they don't want to pay it out. So they're just going to let him make this decision. The The ownership in Chicago is terrible. Like, man, they, they'll never sell this team. But, man, I wish they really fucking would. So, um, and then it's the Raiders and the Saints. So that just says a lot about those particular teams, quarterback situations. Excuse me. Uh, because he knows players know more than we do. Uh, and the, you know, NFL if you're within the NFL, you know a lot more than than the the average person. So he's naming these these three teams, four teams that have quarterback questions. So that that says to me that Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, and Drew Brees, who said a think he, I think he wants to come back, but they don't want him back. And that is, you know, he's saying like these four teams who have quarterback issues, I would go to them. Um just try just trade me to one of these teams that he feels like he could take them to the next level. I, if I was him, I would want to stay in the NFC. Do not send me to the AFC because that shit is, is tough. Um, you can get out the NFC uh, if you have a good year. But and, and another thing, Adam Schefter was on Waddle and Sylvie. He was basically like, man, like what the fuck do the Bears have to lose? Like they need to trade everything for Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. Like, pick one and trade the entire fucking situation for them. And I, I kind of agree um, because first of all, these guys, I, I agree more on Russell Wilson, even though he's older uh, because he passed on Deshaun Watson before that situation just doesn't feel right. If he was our quarterback, like how the fuck you pass on me and then trade at the whole fucking barn. Like that's, it's just crazy. I don't think that that should be that that scenario just doesn't feel right to me. Um, if it was Ryan Pace not making the decision, yeah, it would, but um, not not letting True go and then trading everything you have for a guy you should have picked ahead of this motherfucker. That's crazy to me. I can't I can't get down with that. So uh, I don't think it should be uh, Deshaun. I would rather them trade a lot for Russell Wilson, but he's thirty two, um, so it would be less of what you. It would be less of what you would give up for Deshaun, even though he is probably a top three quarterback in the, in the NFL. Uh, Russell Wilson is. Uh, he's just older, so it would be um, uh, it, will, it would hurt it would hurt your pockets a lot less if you traded for him. <sighs> if I was him, I would not put my the rest of my career in the hands of the uh, the McCaskies. Fuck out of here! Um, I just wouldn't. And I kind of don't know what the Bears are going to do at quarterback. Like, I have no idea who's going to be on the center uh, this upcoming season. And I don't think they do either. Like, 
they cannot run Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky back out there after all of this shit. So they're going to have to figure something out. And if Russell Wilson said he would actually come to Chicago, they might have to trade for him. Like, it's just a matter of the Seahawks want to. If the Seahawks see a path for them to get okay at the at the quarterback position, then I could see them doing it. But you know, Russ has to damn near demand that shit for them to to actually do it. So, well, that's all I want to talk about, really. Uh, Married at First Sight, which you guys have to watch, and then uh, Russell Wilson. Like I said, the guys will be back next week. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate them for coming on. And uh, I was talking to my one of my friends, Yousef, uh, who I might bring on, not this particular podcast, but might expand um, and create like a, um, a network. <clears throat> and he, um, you know, was just having me go down what, what, what my vision for this is and how to how to achieve it. And Yusef has always been good for that um, with me from high school. Like we've been able to talk stuff out and um, really understand what I'm trying to do going forward. He's basically like the, the truth serum for me. And um, he hones what I'm, I'm thinking and, and, and we're able to do, uh, you know, put together plans based off of that. So I appreciate him as well. Um, and, and hopefully we'll expand this thing going forward. Um, I think that, you know, I figured out some stuff and I want to be able to use it in a, in a uh, at a high level. I want to be able to create at a high level. So, um, you know, look out for us expanding, me creating a company and going from there. So I appreciate you guys listening and uh, thanks and, and peace. Thanks for listening to the Rashawn Franklin Podcast. As always, please subscribe. Uh, we're everywhere you listen to your podcast. That's Apple spotify stitcher uh, just search us on google anywhere you can find us again thank you and uh peace Check it out.